You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Living from Above is the title of this devotion. Many, many years ago, that was like all I could preach about. (laughs) Oh, how glorious, how glorious. My joy was so full every day as the Lord Jesus had brought me into the consciousness and knowledge of His heavenly life and into the Holy of Holies where He has prepared a place for me to live as He lives and to partake of that divine nature by which I live free from the corruption that's in this world through lust in my sinful human nature, to live free from the sin of the human nature and to enjoy the righteousness of His divine nature. And He kept bringing me in into the intimacy that He enjoys with the Father in a life that knows no condemnation, no falling short of God's glory. It's absolutely holy, glorious, wonderful what Jesus Christ has predestined you and me to to enjoy now, even now, while we're still in this earthly body, that we get to share His heavenly life. Oh, all I could do was preach about it. I couldn't get enough of it. And I still, I still, my dear friends, have no greater joy than to be where He is and to see the glory the Father has given Him and to share that glory by His Holy Spirit transforming me into one degree of His glory to another. Oh, I just can't get enough of it. My joy is overflowing. The Lord is the joy of my heart. Praise the Lord. And here in Proverbs 14, verse 14, it says, the backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. Satisfied, content, complete, wanting nothing, lacking nothing, needing nothing, stable, steady, happy, fulfilled, whole, shalom, total perfect rest, wanting nothing, lacking nothing. It's what holiness unveils into us. That is the essence of true holiness, the rest of God. Whatever God makes in which He rests becomes holy through the holiness and beauty of His presence. And to live in that holy of holies, to live in that life that comes from above, that knows no sin or condemnation or guilt or shame, that life that never fades or diminishes or becomes less but is eternally the same yesterday, today and forever, in that life that comes from above, to live in that day and night. Jesus came to show it to you and me. He came to show it to us in Himself. Nicodemus looked at Jesus in John 3 and he said, nobody, nobody could do the things you do if God were not with him. And Jesus said, Nicodemus, If you want to into the kingdom that I'm bringing from above that you see in me, you have to have a new birth. You have to have a new birth. You have to be born again. 
Otherwise you won't see it in yourself. You could see it in me, but you can't see it in you. Oh, what a wonderful thing when you can see it in others. But oh, glorious when you can see it in yourself. Jesus came to reveal what it looked like. He said, see me, see the Father, receive me, receive the Father. I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And here in John chapter three, it says, Jesus, he who comes from above is above all. But he who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. But he who comes from heaven is above all. And what he has seen and heard, he testifies and no one receives his testimony. But he who receives his testimony has certified that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God does not give the spirit by measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hands, and he who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. Jesus came out of the bosom of the Father, John 1 verse 18 says, to declare him, to make him visible who's invisible, so we could see the Father in the beauty and the glory and splendor of his love and life and nature in Jesus. Isn't this amazing? Jesus, dear friends, is our life. He is our life. Listen to this. If then you were raised with Christ, made alive with Jesus, seek the things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God, Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth, for you died. I talked to you about that yesterday. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Listen, when Christ, who is our life, appears. John, no, excuse me, Paul in Corinthians helps us also grasp this. And in 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 10, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18, and 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 10, and many other places. But these are just some where you see what that means. When He, Jesus, appears, who is our life, we will appear with Him in glory. What does that mean? You see, it says there in 2 Corinthians 3 that we now with an unveiled face beholding as in the mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same likeness from one degree of His glory to another by the Spirit of the Lord who is in us. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom for transformation, it says there. In 2 Thessalonians 1 verse 10, it says when He appears, in the brightness of His glory, He will be made more glorious in His glorified people. See now, it says there in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17, 18, His life in us is like a mirror reflecting, so to speak, the life He has in heaven with the Father in us. So we, by the Holy Spirit, are partaking of this life in us. When He who is our life appears in the twinkling of an eye, according to 1 Corinthians 15, we will be made perfect in His likeness as His glory will be perfectly mirrored or manifest, reflected in us. And we will be 
perfectly made glorious with His glory reflected in us. And when Christ is fully perfected in us, fully glorified in us, He will also glorify us with Himself, with the glory He has with the Father in heaven and present us to the Father holy and without spot and wrinkle, without blemish in His sight, all to the praise and the glory of His accomplished work. My goodness, my goodness. So, living from above is extremely important. You know, in the Gospel, Jesus gives a parable about a master who prepares a feast for his son's wedding and invites all the people. And eventually all the people are there and he comes to greet them and he finds a man who did not have a wedding garment on. And he says, hey, my friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he, that man, was cast out in outer darkness where there was gnashing of teeth, where there was sorrow because they missed it and could have and should have had it. But the point of the parable is, would not do what it takes to prepare. They would not do what it takes to prepare. And you see, we all can become spiritually lazy and slothful and no longer live for the glory of heaven. We no longer live from above. We feed ourselves on the husks of the temporal pleasures of this life and do not reflect the glories of the heavenly life anymore and deceive ourselves that there is so much pleasure in that which has no life. When that which is true pleasure and glory, the life of the Son of God, we neglect. And we can all do this. And it's always reflected when that is true in our behavior towards one another. You can see those who are satisfied from above in what love and joy they can give to others. And you can see those who are not satisfied above, how empty and barren they are towards others. They have no forbearance. They have no long sufferance. They have no patience, no goodness. They have nothing to give to those who struggle in the flesh and with its lusts and wants and needs and are now driven to live in a way that they know in their heart is not right in God's sight, but they do it anyway. That's, that's terribly grievous. God wants us to be able to have such heavenly satisfaction that others can feel that what we have, they don't. And that they can say, you know, the life that you live, I don't. What have I got to do to live the life that you live? You say you have to live from above. You have to live, let your roots grow deep into Jesus Christ himself as you daily draw your nourishment for living as he lived from your union with him. How can I live from above? You need daily let your roots grow deep into Him as you draw your nourishment from your union with Him to be able to live like He lives. And you have to daily begin to long and thirst for it because they that hunger and thirst shall be satisfied. So let me close with you with these verses that I love here from Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 and 13, talking about living from above and how that shows up in you, how it shows up in me that I'm living from above. Clothe yourself, therefore, in other words, embody 
as God's own chosen ones, his own picked representatives who are purified and made holy and well-beloved by God himself by putting on behavior or attitude marked by tender-hearted pity, mercy, kind feeling, lowly opinion of yourself, gentle ways, patience, which is tireless and long-suffering and has the power to endure whatever comes with good attitude, with good temper. Be gentle and forbearing with one another. And if one has a difference or grievance or complaint against another, rarely pardon each other, even as the Lord has freely forgiven, you also must forgive. When you're living from above, it shows. It shows. And when it shows, in other words, when you have fruit, because you're abiding in the vine, John 15, the Heavenly Father is pleased and notices it right away. He sees it. Wow, you're living from above, my daughter, my son. I can see the life of my son in you. And you am well pleased. Come, I want to give you more fruit. I want you to live in the fullness of the Godhead. I want you to know within yourself the glorious riches of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I want you to enjoy the full stature of what I predestined you to in Jesus Christ. I want to so satisfy you from above that those old feelings that used to reproach you, those old depressive feelings, those old cantankerous complaining feelings, those old nagging and harsh responsive feelings, they're gone. You'll never know them again, never. And others will see in you that you live because of me. Amen. Have a good day.